Welcome to Applying Pressure. Applying Pressure is brought to you by the Peaceful Brand, which consists of the Final Peace LLC and Peaceful Gems Mentoring. Here on Applying Pressure, we aim to educate our listeners, giving you information to help you graduate from just going through life to glowing through it. Pressure creates diamonds, so apply that pressure for your sparkling ending. Hey, 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 welcome back to Applying Pressure. It is your favorite podcaster, CEO, and founder, Alicia Stanley, here with our Women's History Series. It is March, Women's History Month. We used this month to celebrate pioneers and the movement of women's history or feminism, whatever angle you're coming from. But I want to put you guys the listeners in the spotlight, teaching you how to celebrate and value yourself, viewing yourself as a trailblazer and a change maker. So what is the theme of our Her Story series? It's your story and we are going to go on a journey over the next few weeks. Our title of this Her Story series is The Other Woman. Now, when I say the other woman, I'm not speaking of the mistress. I'm speaking to you as the other version of yourself, challenging you to break up with the broken version of you and fall in love with the other woman, the better version of you, the healed version, the empowered version. So what does that mean? How are we going to shift your perspective of yourself and give you the tools to view yourself as a trailblazer we will have different themes for this her story series we are going to have seven things that we are going to hit on seven goals seven objectives those objectives are going to relate to the following topics the shame of your trauma your experience the after effects of it all envisioning the new you creating the new you embracing the new you understanding the new you and becoming the new you those are the seven topics that you will hear over the next few weeks to give you some gems to move into a better version of yourself stay tuned for today's episode today we will be discussing the shame of it all the shame of being the other woman and how we can transition this shame for our story, her story. Stay tuned. All right, so this series is brought to you by Peaceful Gems Mentoring Service under the family of the Peaceful Brand. We are going to be giving you gems this month to push that other woman to greatness that new version of yourself so we always share our experiences in life here i give you guys gems based upon my own experiences psychological evidence so on and so forth to ensure that you elevate from just going through life to glowing through it 
in this process, we have been on a healing journey. One of the tough parts of healing is shame. Sometimes we experience things along our journey that cause us to be shameful, cause us to not always feel the best about ourselves, always want to celebrate ourselves. I am going to give you guys some gems on how to let that shame go. Shame is one of those things that hold you back. If you are shameful about your past, it will be hard for you to propel yourself into your future. I need you to let that shame go. Do like Elsa said and let the thing go. So let's discuss releasing shame. I want you to know and understand that shame has no place in your life. I challenge you to release it. I am reiterating this because it is imperative for your growth. We've discussed letting go of what no longer serves you. And shame definitely doesn't serve you. Honestly, it's never served you. I want you to reflect for a second. How has the shame that you hold or carry impacted your life? Now that you've thought about that for about five seconds, I'm pretty sure you can say that it has impacted you in a negative manner. It has stagnated your growth, affected your self-esteem, affected your production. So I'm going to give you three gems on how to drop that shame. Now, this is, as always, an engaged process. I encourage you to take notes, be engaged, and tuned in. With that being said, we're going to talk about three gems to assist with releasing that shame. So the first thing you need to do to release that shame is to forgive. Forgiveness is not an easy process, but it is a necessary process. So we must forgive not just those that have hurt us, which that in and of itself is a complicated process, if we are not doing it with the right tools. But we also need to learn to forgive ourselves. And that is what I want to focus on. A lot of times we hold things against our own selves based upon what we've done or how we've reacted or what we have allowed. But I'm here to tell you that that forgiveness, forgiveness of self is a healthy form of self-care it is an emotional release holding in those negative emotions such as shame are not things that are going to be easy but it's necessary so how do we release emotionally what does that look like in real time because remember i always want to give you guys gems that you can apply practically I don't want to give you these textbook responses that won't make a difference in the long run. So here is your gem on how to forgive yourself and release emotionally. This emotional release is therapeutic. It is important when you experience trauma on any level to heal yourself emotionally. This emotional healing that we are going to discuss this time around is you healing those negative emotions that you gained along the way in your journey forgiving yourself 
when we discuss healing in general, it is set up in five stages. So stage one usually is some form of grief or denial. So what that would mean for the shame or the unforgivingness in our hearts, that denial would be, I'm not ashamed of what I've done or who I am. We create these false scenarios or understandings of who we are to make ourselves feel better. So you need to exit denial. By exiting the denial, that means that you have to acknowledge the experience. Acknowledge how you played a role in your demise. Now, I don't want to say demise as in the issue took place. Now, there's no redemption. And also speaking to the acknowledging your role, usually this is something that takes place down the line, not when the trauma is taking place. Trauma and its effects are never your fault. But the aftermath and how we respond in our trauma-induced state does need to be acknowledged. So an example would be, I acknowledge that during the time of my brokenness, I did not operate in a loving manner. Now, with that, that's just me saying I realized that I did something that was harmful or mean to those around me during my broken space. So that is how I am releasing the denial. I am no longer in a state of thinking, hey, this is one of the coping or survival skills that I have gotten along the way. It may not be the healthiest, so I'm standing in it and saying that I made a mistake. Step two of healing is usually anger. We usually are upset. We usually are mad at the situation that brought us harm or the person that brought us harm. But there is no security in anger. Anger really creates more problems. Think about when you act out of rage the additional set of problems that you have from the aftermath of your raise. So with that being said, step two of releasing that shame to pair with step two of the healing phase is seek your savior. Jesus, our father, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity is the only true sense of security. That security is going to aid you in releasing that shame because you know now I have a sense of comfort. I am able to be who I am and be supported in what I want to do. There should be no shame in the decisions that I've made because guess what? I'm already forgiven. This is the mindset that you need to take on when you are seeking your savior. It is a learning process. These are things that we must go through over time, learn and grow. But guess what? The responsibility is not yours. That is why you have a savior. Next, when we are discussing healing, a lot of times we go through other stages. There are three other stages that are going to all sum up into our third step of how to release pain or shame. 
when we're talking about healing, most people experience stage three, which is bargaining. You making some type of deal that may shift or change others' perceptions of you, your interactions with your environment, or your relationships. Usually people bargain because they think it is beneficial, but when you bargain with shame, you are bound to accept and marry more detrimental emotional experiences such as stage four depression because when you bargain if you have not fixed that underlying issue the outcome is still going to be the same which then leads to an unexpressed form of anger which is depressing depression you are now in your upset with yourself you're dealing with that internal conflict of the shame step five of that healing process is acceptance so acceptance in shame and a shameful nature is accepting this is how it always is going to be i just i don't have any other answers it is what it is these people are always going to be abused so they're always going to mean mean so i might as well just accept it and eh, not at all you shouldn't bargain with your shame you shouldn't allow shame to lead you into depression, nor into a place where you accept that shame. Step three of how to release shame is knowing who you are. So knowing who you are is a godfidence. Now I use the term godfidence that has been coined in the Christian community or the spiritual community because you have to be able to feel good and stand tall in God because he has created you to be who you are ordained to be. You must know that in order to release that shame, you have to know that there is something beyond this feeling that I am feeling. Now, knowing who you are is not a simple process. You don't just wake up one day and say, Hey, I know who I am. I didn't just go through the things that I went through and know, hey, I'm Alicia. I'm a CEO. I am an educator. I am a mentor. I am somebody. These are things that I had to gradually learn over time, learn through creating positive mechanisms to cope by getting a sense of community, by finding my tribe, by healing myself emotionally, spiritually, mentally, by starting therapy. These are all things that I had to do to know and learn myself, love on me a little bit, as we've talked about in the past. So now that we've kind of talked about how to release your shame and how shame correlates with the healing or grieving process, we now need to discuss action steps. Remember, it's the year of action, so we need to move upon what we are speaking on. So what steps do I need to take to release this shame? Okay, so here are the action steps. So you should be taking notes. I'm hoping if this is the point where you are going to separate those how-to steps from the action steps. So we briefly discussed some examples in the how-to segment of the episode, but now I wanna get a little bit more specific on how to customize your journey of releasing this shame. This is a big thing. This is something worth celebrating. So those steps 
are going to be practical steps. So pairing with forgiveness, you have to learn to shift the narrative. So not always looking at your life as a woe is me aspect. Yes, we have been through things, things that have scarred us, bruised us, made us a little bit dirty. But shifting the narrative means that you understand that these situations were lessons. These lessons make room for blessings. These blessings give you the ability to bless others. So thinking above what you have been through, understanding that the people that have hurt and harmed you too are broken. They are products of broken environments. They are people who did not do their work. That does not excuse them from negative behavior, but it gives you the ability to shift the narrative and see yourself as a trailblazer. Because remember, we are doing things, shifting, breaking generational curses, shifting the narrative in such a way that we too will be viewed down the line in women's history as a trailblazer. Remember, you are the rose that, baby, you popped out of the concrete. Let's not even say you slithered through the cracks. That ability to realize that you are the rose that grew through the concrete, as we discussed in the last episode, gives you the power to shift your narrative. So in that forgiving yourself, you need to walk into your power. That power has been already given and ordained to you by God. All you need to do is walk in it. Which leads us to our second action step as it relates to as it relates to seeking your savior. You need to build an intimacy with Christ. You have to be able to know him on a personal level. Not know him from the point of view of a writer in the Bible such as Paul or from your grandmother's point of view or your praying mother's point of view. All of those are essential in our walk in our relationship but God is interested in intimacy with you he is not interested in you having a textbook relationship with him so work to seek that intimacy with him schedule times with him schedule dates with God get a little prayer corner or a prayer closet in your home to acknowledge and build intimacy with him And then leading us to that action step for step three, once we begin to build that intimacy, that that confidence is easier. We now know how to build ourselves up in Christ, building ourselves up through biblical affirmations, um, building ourselves up by praying and meditating on how to view ourselves through his eyes, through the true version of who we are. These are things that make life a little bit sweeter gems that I found along my journey things that I have learned through my own experience or others experiences and I wanted to share those things with you because shame is one of those things that hold captive our blessings let your blessings flow by letting that shame go So now that we've gotten the meat of our episode, let's talk about our bring back. What do you need to do? What homework do you need to do for Thursday? Let's talk about it. So as we're talking, we discussed how to grow, move, heal, and detach from your shame. So what I challenge you to do between your listening to this episode and our next episode is choose one thing, one characteristic about yourself worth celebrating. 
one thing that is great about you that you don't have to be ashamed of. And then on the other end of the spectrum, think about what do you need to work on releasing shame about? What area of your life do you need to release shame so that you can accelerate and propel into purpose? Until next time, blessings, love, and peace, my gems.